Hey, I'm Roberta Plevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we worked and the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates as we debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, frauds, scams, and multi-level marketing. Join us for a month of holiday magic with the stories and guests that you've been asking for. Happy holidays, Huns. Hey, we're live. Hello. We're live today. We've got Michelle here. You guys know her as our triple emerald princess of robots. Earlier, I forgot the triple and she almost chewed my head off. Yeah, don't do that. Let me. She said, I'm a triple. I have two doubles underneath me. Like, show some respect. <laughs> MLM math. So today, um, we're just, it's the end of the year. It's that liminal space between Christmas and New Year's where, like, nobody really wants to do anything and everybody just wants to have a good time, be in their PJs, drink coffee, play with their Christmas presents. And that's what I thought would be really fun to just sort of do that. Um I decided to sort of bump everything that I had planned to put it into the new year and get us a couple episodes ahead and just have fun doing a live podcast episode. I know you guys really enjoyed that last time. We are currently live recording on Patreon. If this is something that you're interested in, joining us live while we do these live podcasts, becoming a member of Patreon would be a really great way to do that. Um, You should do it. You should. It's a good time. Uh, A good Christmas present for yourself, honestly. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, no. you could technically, I think you can do like a year long membership. You could do that right now and like get all of the Amway content and everything for the next year. Yeah. And support the show yeah. and help me Most help me important. pay for all my helpers. <laughs> <laughs> it costs a lot of money to run a podcast, y'all. Yeah. So today we're just going to have some good times, but before we're going to just do some housekeeping like we normally do on the show, we're getting into it. Honestly, people were asking me, and I've gotten so many comments on TikTok, where can I watch these? Like when I post my my promos that Kayla makes, where can I watch this? And I was like, ah, uh, you can listen wherever you get your, and I've been starting saying audio podcast because I know video podcasts are things. Jane Marie and I like went, kind of went down a rabbit hole on this topic together. She was like, those are vlogs. <laughs> I, was like, I, I don't disagree. I got into podcasting so I could do this in my pajamas. And now all of a sudden, everybody wants to see my face. So I, it's a thing. I'm working on it. Maybe, possibly. It's a lot of work. It's something that you guys have asked for. So we're going to start with these live podcast things. And then we'll sort of go into maybe uploading some of the podcasts. I do have the video for everything. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. It is just a lot of work because this is podcast episode 214. So a 214 episode backlog is kind of hard to get through on a budget. (laughs) I don't have the time to do it either. So going forward, things may be different. I know a lot of people ask, and so I sort of wanted to get that out of the way. Um, This episode is also, like I said, live streaming um, on Patreon, so you can watch it if you're a Patreon member. We're also going to be putting these live streams on YouTube and then also the audio as bonus episodes throughout the month on Wednesdays going to try to commit to doing one of these a month at least maybe more will come up we will still have our amas and our extra bonus chats on patreon those will stay there we're going to be doing some more hunberta we might be putting those on youtube as well you guys have just been asking for so much youtube 
and I'm trying to make everybody happy. You know how that is. <laughs> it's really hard to do, but we're going to try. So one of the things I wanted to ask you in our housekeeping is, Michelle, how was your holiday? Uh, how was my holiday? Calm, like pretty peaceful, thankfully. We just really focused on my kid this year. He's four now and and it's all about the kids like I, I've seen all these memes recently like hey remember that holiday magic from when you were a kid here's the secret that was your mom that was your mom's doing and yeah. that like it stuck with me and I was like yeah I really need to like step up my game because otherwise, Otto's going to end up being the subject of that song. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? <laughs> I, uh, Which is a ridiculous a, song, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they do know it's Christmas in Africa. It's Christmas everywhere. <laughs> also, the world's longest river runs straight through Africa. So they do actually have rivers there. It is kind of a ridiculous. Yes, I agree with you on that Christmas song. That one and Christmas shoes, not a fan of Christmas shoes either. I always Christmas loved shoes got me for a long time. I Ooh, cried girl. many times to that song and now I just cringe. I don't. All the Christian, like anti or ex Evan Christian influencers this year, they all had the meme that was like, what's the worst Christmas song and why is it Christmas shoes? <laughs> yes, 100%. It is my least favorite Christmas song. Well, I was going to say. Coming from a family that is split now because I'm divorced and Abby goes to her dad's house and he's, you know, bless him, but he's not magical the way that I'm magical. <laughs> so she started noticing. She was like, dad doesn't really do all the things that you do. And I showed her that meme this year and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. It's the mom magic. It's the holiday it's magic. The mom magic. That's crazy. It is the holiday magic. That's so crazy. That's what Ooh. we're talking about today. Um, a couple what? fun things about holiday magic. But before we get into that, I know you and I get on a on, on a live and we just chicken scratch all over. It's the liminal space, guys. This is the fun stuff. Michelle, can you tell everybody what you have been working on for, I think, what, like at least the past six months? Uh, yeah, probably about six months. In all fairness, not six months straight, nonstop. <laughs> right. You do have a um, life. <laughs> so... I'm super excited. I know you're excited. And hopefully the people listening will be excited because they're invited. Yay. Reptar's excited. <laughs> really excited. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, so I have been building the Life After MLM Discord server. That's what I'm so excited about. <laughs> But what's the, the best part of this Discord server? It's not like a regular Discord server. It's like a cool Discord server because we have not one, but two fully like programmed and just you went off on it. Two different yeah. chat bots. We Can have bots. bots. Hence my my job title uh, or sorry, rank, um, rank triple emerald princess of robots. I am the princess of the robots. Uh, so we have the Hunbots assistant, who is our super friendly little pyramid guy. Um, you can, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can, or Patreon, you can see up in the corner, the little logo on the screen. That's our pyramid guy. <laughs> that's the, that's and, the um, Hunbots assistant. That's the Hunbots <laughs> assistant. Um, and 
he uh, is basically the the member of the server that is going to um, announce whenever there's a new episode of Life After MLM, whenever we're going live or you're going live on YouTube or Patreon or anything like that. And basically just there to answer questions. It's powered by AI, so you can have conversations with it, which is pretty fun. And I think we're going to play a little bit with that. And then our other robot member is Hunberta. Um, Y'all might have heard of Hunberta, uh, (laughs) but she's mostly just she's just there to chat. She's she's a member and uh, you are welcome to strike up a conversation with Humberta once this discord is open to everyone because she is a hoot and we've had the most fun. Oh, do you want to share how we programmed her? Yes. (laughs) Um, My crowd, my crowdsourcing. Yes. Yes. So a couple, (laughs) I want to say it was probably between three and six months ago, probably closer to six. I made a post on TikTok and I I asked like, when you were in an MLM, what was like the cringiest, most hunbot, horrible thing that you said that you like regret to this day? Like what were some of your favorite cliches, hunbot cliches to say? And you guys came full force with some of the best stuff that I wouldn't have even thought of. Some of these okay. things, I'm like, oh my God, you said that to people. <laughs> and so we took all of those just phrases. Like the I cringy, just... I'm sliding into your DMs kind of line. Yes. Like, Le- we arms. want to know we're programming. I mean, we didn't say this, but basically yeah. the, the idea was we're programming a Hunbot, <laughs> right? Right. So we got to like fill it up with all of the ridiculous things that she's bound that to Hunbots say. That actually say. Yeah, so I copied and pasted everything and put it into a document for you so you were able to plug it all in to the Hunberta AI robot on the Discord server. So I'm really excited for that. There's going to be, I don't really know how Discord works. Michelle is the master at that. But she says that there are ways that we can do streaming parties and watch movies together. So we'll have like a whole Discord calendar. I'm also looking like, well, Michelle's looking for people to help moderate things and um, also beta testers before we launch. So the beta testing option will be available uh, for all of the Patreon members to join if they want to be a beta tester and play around and report back to Michelle any bugs that you find or maybe anything that you think is even funnier. You can be like, you know what? She should say this or wouldn't it be funny if she did this? 100% because I've been the only beta tester so far. And I'm just not as creative as like the hive mind of the Hunbots and Hunbros that listen to the show. And so you're also not the target audience. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are interested in being beta testers, go ahead and hit up Michelle. Um, her email is Michelle at lifeaftermlmpod.com. And she will be able to direct you to that. And you can help her out and help make our discord really, really cool. And uh, we'll get a schedule up and all of that. Like this next year, we really have a lot of things scheduled and planned out and different benefits for different people who are members of different things, just to really encourage everybody to join the community. I know a lot of, we have a lot of people on Facebook and I really want to bring that community and that whole vibe because it's incredible to Discord and to Patreon and to really sort of create this really neat space for everybody who kind of is on the same page understanding with the empathy and the been there done that and the hey that's they're not stupid this is why so that that whole energy which I think is just really really wonderful I want to expand it 
like I said, we want to do more stuff on YouTube this coming year and really just put a focus on expanding the community. I see a lot of stuff because I pop in on Reddit sometimes and I see a lot of stuff where people saying like, I wish people would do this or I wish people would do that. And I know that they're talking mostly on YouTube and that's not where I am because I'm always like, I do that. I talk, I literally talked about that yesterday. <laughs> and so <laughs> there's so many times where I'm like, but I do that. So um, I just, I, I think it's me just not expanding as much or people just not listening to podcasts or only being on TikTok, whatever. So again, I'm going to just like blanket the space and bring that awareness and that vibe across the anti-MLM community because that's the whole reason I started. There wasn't that vibe and that's why I created it. And then the last thing before we get into this ridiculous episode is we are updating our Patreon tiers. I know I've been talking about this, but we're finally doing it. It's going to start, it's going to go into effect January. Um, and we're going to have a $3 tier to encourage anybody who kind of hops in and out to just, Hey, just if you want $3 tier to be here, to be able to enjoy all of the bonus content that we have. I think the best part about being on the Patreon is just getting the episodes early and getting all of like the inside jokes that I cut out for the public. There's a lot of Patreon stuff. People will ask questions. I'll throw them in. If you're not on the Patreon, you're missing all that stuff. And if you really like that, you like the personality, you like the jokes, that's what you're missing. So $3 tier, I think is a really good solution to people who are like, I don't really want to spend $10 or $5. $3 is is pretty easy. And I think a lot of people have $3 tiers on Patreon and I want to make it more accessible to like all financial situations. I don't want yeah. the fact that you have to pay a bill to be the reason that you don't get to listen to the bonus episode that you really wanted to listen to or things like that. Um, just try to, again, like really produce that community effort that helps. And you get to be a part of the show. Your $3 goes to help pay for all of the things that we have and all of the, the people that help me do all of the things. And um, it's really, really, really appreciated. I promise <laughs> your money is going to good things. Also it's going right member, back into the show. <laughs> goes right back into the show. Right. Also, if you're a member of the Patreon, you get to say like, hello, like Gina hello, and, say, Gina. and, and be a member of the live chat. When we do these live Patreon or these live podcast episodes and it's just fun. It's just, I really love this community and it's something that I've looked for for a really long time. A community like this was the reason I joined MLM. Having friends and people who understand to make inside jokes with is just something that's really cool to me. And so that's another thing. And then uh, the perks for top tier, if you want to pay $10 a month, that's where you're going to get like the live AMA chats, where you're going to be in the chat, being able to hang out, ask questions live with the guests. And you just get a little bit extra, you know? So I really appreciate all of my Patreon members. You Is guys it are just amazing. a little bit cultier? It's just a little bit cultier. Not much. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much. Uh, so yeah, so those are the things that are coming up in 2024. And Michelle is a big part of that. And I, I really, really appreciate all of Michelle's help on the back end. She is... Also, one of those people where you guys are like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so cool if you could get XYZ? And Michelle sees the comment and she like reaches out and she's like, guess who I just got? I just got XYZ. And I'm like, what? So also thank Michelle for really cool interviews that I either don't even have the ability to get or I didn't even know that reaching out was a possibility. And Michelle's like, I got you. So, and if you hate all of the Scientology content, you can blame that's me. That's Michelle's fault too. 
<laughs> That's Michelle's fault too. Um, but yeah, so today, welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Today we are going to be going over a part of a holiday magic record that I was gifted. It is one of my absolute most treasured MLM graveyard finds. It was sent to me by a follower, Eden Rose. I've gotten so much joy out of this record last year on Patreon. I think it was for New Year's Eve, but Michelle has a clip pulled up and I think we did it last year on New Year's Eve and we listened to the record and it was a hoot. It was a hoot nanny, you all. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It is a record from the 1960s. I couldn't find the copyright on the record, but I believe it is from the 1960s. And it is a holiday magic facial exercise record. And it is ridiculous. Should we hear Should what we- the Hunbot... Uh, the Hunbot's assistant had to say about facial exercises when oh, I right. asked. Yes. So Michelle asked the Hunbot's assistant on the Patreon. There's too many things you see on the Discord. On the Discord. And I'm going to read it out loud because I have not read it. But Michelle, did. <laughs> this is another benefit of having a live show where you can see all this ridiculousness. So Michelle says, the Hunbot's assistant, what can you tell me about facial exercises? This is the kind of fun that we'll get to have in Discord. The Hunbot's assistant says, oh, facial exercises. <laughs> As a little pyramid guy, I don't have a face myself, but I can certainly share some information with you. Facial exercises are a set of repetitive movements and muscle contractions that aim to tone and strengthen the muscles in the face. Proponents of facial exercises claim that they can help reduce signs of aging, such as wrinkles and sagging skin, and improve overall facial appearance. However, it's important to note that the scientific evidence supporting the effectiveness of facial exercises is limited. What a smart little pyramid guy. (laughs) While some studies suggest that certain facial exercises may have some benefits, such as increased muscle thickness or improved facial muscle tone, most research is needed to establish their efficacy. If you're considering trying facial exercises, it's always a good idea to consult with a qualified <laughs> healthcare professional or dermatologist. Oh my God, thank you. That's great. Yeah. She's like, you should really consult. I'm a so glad our model here is not giving bad advice or any advice. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me. I'm just a pyramid guy. Um, you should ask can- a dermatologist. <laughs> I don't even have a face. <laughs> he does have a face, though, and it's so cute. <laughs> They can provide you with personalized advice and guidance based on your specific needs and goals. And remember, maintaining a healthy skincare routine and protecting your skin from sun damage are also crucial for maintaining a youthful appearance. That's all, okay. that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's the kind of fun ridiculousness that you will get to partake in on the Discord. So yeah, if you want to be a beta tester, by all means, hit up Michelle. So we're going to go over this holiday magic record last year on, um, I want to say, I want to say it was in October for true crime. That's what sent me on that weird rabbit hole where we were like looking into the CIA and like that weird spy who was like running this like weird accounting firm in Hawaii that was actually like a CIA operative front. Like this whole thing started with William Penn Patrick because he died mysteriously in a plane crash in the same exact spot on the same exact mountain on the same exact compound 
just like 10 years later or something. And that's why I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Then my ADHD sort of took off and we got, went down this rabbit hole. But it started with William Pinpatrick. And William Pinpatrick is the guy that founded Holiday Magic. And he also founded um, Mind Dynamics and Leadership Dynamics, which Ash and I talked about in her episode a couple weeks ago when we're talking about filleting dildos. So that was also <laughs> Holiday Magic. It's so weird, you guys. Or so fucked up, as Ash would say. So William Pinpatrick... Um, I just pulled up some wiki articles because I have talked about this and we do have an episode. So if you're really interested, go back a year from today-ish and all of these are here. Um, but William Pinpatrick was an entrepreneur and a businessman. He's also featured in The Dream. He was the guy who was sort of walking by that garage where he smelled the fruity cosmetic scent and was like, what are you doing? And he ended up buying this company um, and starting Holiday Magic out of it. So MLM uh, founding myths. Yeah, it's really strange. So uh, it says on the Holiday Magic Wiki, I'm just going to read it because it's the most succinct unless you listen to my episode. Um, in 1964, uh, William Penn Patrick, when he was 33 years old, okay, 33. I couldn't even imagine that, that like ten, me 10 years ago just doing this. But he walks by a garage in San Rafael, California. And he ends up buying a company that was going out of business called Zoline. And he bought it for $16,250 and turned it into Holiday Magic, which I don't understand why it's called Holiday Magic because it's a cosmetic company. And like, I would think Holiday Magic would sell like Christmas ornaments and like Halloween decorations. You know what I mean? Like just a store that sold all yeah, holiday decorations. It makes me think Hallmark. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a Hallmark kind of like Hallmark should be called Holiday Magic. I feel like that's yeah. a better name. And then he ended up founding Mind Dynamics and Leadership Dynamics, which were the first like large group awareness trainings. Those businesses are in this book called The Pit, A Group Encounter Defiled, which is nonfiction um, and then they created a movie, which I told Michelle, hey, we should stream this. If we can find it, we should stream this on the Discord. It was later made into a film called Circle of Power. So again, it's it's a very interesting thing. The fact that it all links back to an MLM is very strange. And this and record is not. And yet completely justified and normal in terms of multi-level marketing and pyramid schemes, like grifters and scammers and snake oil salesmen of the 1960s, right? Like this is, this was like, the birthplace of MLM where everything is sort of festering and bubbling and things are coming out of this primordial MLM ooze and being like, I want to be a company. We're going to get deeper into that in 2024. So I'm really excited that we're talking about this now because it'll all link back and people will be like, oh, remember the facial exercises episode? So weird. So the facial exercises record is narrated by this man named Ern Westmore. And I had not looked him up until this morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm really interested in who this guy even is. He Where was... does he get off telling me how ugly yeah. I am? <laughs> right. Where does he get off telling me I'm on the wrong side of 50? Give me a break. So <laughs> Ern Westmore is actually of the famous Westmore family and was involved in the creation of House of Westmore with his three brothers, which is like a huge professional Hollywood makeup artist. They're a very well-known name in Hollywood in the makeup industry. It's, it's just interesting because 
he had to borrow $40,000 to start this. He had, and he borrowed it from John Barrymore, Drew Barrymore's grandfather and Errol Flynn, the original Robin Hood. And um, he needed assistance in financing the house of Westmore, 40 grand in 1955, something like that in the fifties. Uh, and he never paid them back. <laughs> so again, it's like this grifter inside of a grifter inside of a grifter. It's a nesting nesting grifters so let me just tell you that's about four hundred and forty one thousand dollars in today's money so that's he borrowed almost nearly half a million, half a million, million dollars. dollars and he was like sorry i can't pay it back even though we're the most famous westmore name for makeup in hollywood hollywood makeup artists we can't we can't get it back to you um he also How are you gonna struggled rip off with alcoholism Flynn? i don't <laughs> He pulled an Errol Flynn. You on can't Errol steal Flynn. from Robin Hood. He was like, I'm, <laughs> "I'm the real, I'm the real Robin Hood. I'm stealing from you to start a makeup empire. Let's do this." That really uh, is what MLM guys think they're doing. They really think they are doing that, right? Uh, he struggled with alcoholism throughout his life, and he was often involved with John Barrymore, John Decker, and W. C. Fields. But he would eventually be forced out of Warner Brothers because of his alcohol problem. And he died of a heart attack in 1967. So that's who we're, that's the voice that we're about to hear. It's very old Hollywood. It's very interesting. It's very whatever. But before did you want to look we at do that, <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Before we do that, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, as my producer, pulled, pulled up a clip. And I have not seen this clip in a year so let's watch it together i don't know where i started it either <laughs> all right five six seven eight nine ten that's it <laughs> who kisses like this if you have a couple of months this is a good one to do whenever you're thinking by the way let me <laughs> to make that face doing these exercises as you start to refresh them, or until you get used to doing them, by all means, stop and sit back. Then when you feel totally relaxed, stop them again. Don't. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? <laughs> if you get tired or dizzy doing these facial exercises, <laughs> to pause and relax. <laughs> hey. Wow. So that's just oh my a little gosh, sneak. It's good. And for those of you who can't see what was happening on the screen, it was very funny. He was uh he was having Roberta pucker her lips like she was giving a kiss and it was very funny. So I highly recommend finding that video. I think you have to be on the Patreon. <laughs> I I might put it on YouTube. It's been on the Patreon a long time. I might throw it on YouTube. So I've got my record player here. I've got my record. We're going to turn this on. I'm very, I'm not good oh. at recording. Okay. We learned that the first time when I couldn't figure out how to pause it because I don't ever use, but I've gotten much better over the year. We've gotten a lot of Taylor Swift vinyl and I've gotten better at working a record player as a child. Oh, I remember I was in your chat saying, just take the needle off. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to do that because let me tell you, 
as a child, we had a record player. We had a whole like hi-fi system with like a double tape deck, CD players, the whole shebang, a record player. And my mother was like, don't touch it. <laughs> and I was like, why not? It's made out of diamonds. Don't touch it. So I just knew I wasn't allowed to touch it and I didn't know how to work it. And so now at 40, in my 40s, 42, I'm learning how to use a record player because they're cool again. Everything comes back. All right, so we're going to lift this up, I think. Yep, we got to unlock that. This is, a, obviously, it's a record, so it's double-sided. This is side one, and we're just going to go on it for a little bit. We'll probably make this a series because it's absolutely ridiculous, and it, it deserves to be live or at least recorded because the exercise, the facial exercises are the best part. So Michelle is going to be joining me with the facial exercises, I have the microphone and the record player on this side. Hopefully we can catch as much clear audio as possible. It is a little crickly crackly, but we're doing our best. So here we go. Hello there. This is Ern Westmore from Howard. And as you know, beauty is my business. Yes, it's been my job as a director of makeup in Hollywood during this past 40 years to glamorize the stars of the screen and teach women throughout the world how to improve their appearance by emphasizing their good features and minimizing their so-called bad features. I say so-called bad features because that feature which you may think is a bad one is nine times out of ten the one wonderful feature that can make you a most attractive and beautiful person. Now, before I go any further, I want to take this opportunity to make a very definite promise to you, and it's simply this. If you will be patient and honest with yourself with respect to your face shape and the problems relating to it, then apply the simple, basic holiday magic rules as I explain them to you. I'll promise you, regardless as to whether you are young, middle-aged, or on the wrong side of 50, that you can become a far more attractive person than you ever dreamed possible. Now, I know that there are some of you women who will say, What is middle age? I waste my time each day trying to make myself more beautiful. Well, I'll tell you why. If not for yourself, then try to remember this. Your face is looked at, reacted to, and rated by your friends, family, co-workers, employer, and however silently, by a good many strangers wherever you go. To be perfectly blunt about it. Your face is on display from early morning until you turn the light out at night. We're going to pause it right there. This is... Oh my God. <laughs> what? This is the stuff of nightmares. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. 
They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash M-L-M to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash M-L-M. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. I don't this remember is why I being don't like sad. to be perceived. Well, yeah, this confirms all my anxiety, like all of my anxiety of people are looking at me. People are judging me. I have wrinkles. My jowls jiggle like any negative thought you have about yourself has literally just been confirmed by this dude who stole from Robin Hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? On the wrong side of 50, if 50... <laughs> they say middle-aged or the wrong side of 50 so what like you said what's middle-aged i feel like i'm middle-aged is that am i middle-aged am i learning this right now i don't feel middle-aged i guess you must be yes i must be middle-aged okay um the other thing is the one thing that i don't have for this record is like the cover i just have the protective sleeve and on the cover has the the physical pictures of what these exercises look like. So I found it online. I threw the link in the show notes so you can follow along at home if you want because they're confusing. But um, yeah, on the wrong side of 50. Wow. Let's get back to it. Try the wrong side of history, sir. Oh my God, right? As a pioneer in this fascinating field of beauty, 
It's been my good fortune to see literally thousands of the most amazing transformations take place in women who took the time to apply the holiday magic principles of skincare and makeup, gained such satisfaction and confidence, such command and control of themselves, that whatever self-consciousness they may have had, it automatically disappeared, and in turn, they not only developed a brand new personality with self-assurance, but I think more important than almost anything, was the renewed hope and the enthusiasm with a real new interest in their daily walk of life. Now I ask you, Sounds like a lobotomy. Are these personal values for which most women yearn worth thinking about, worth taking the time each day to become more attractive? Certainly the results cannot be called skin deep. Yes, you spend 24 hours a day growing older. Why not try spending just 30 minutes a day staying young, beautiful, and more attractive? Pause. What the fuck? You spend 24 hours a day getting older. (laughs) It's not wrong, but why do you have to say it like that? 24 hours a day getting older. Why not spend 30 minutes a day just trying to preserve what you have left? Okay, let's keep going because, oh my God, this this is like we talk about misa- like internalized misogyny. Truthfully, your face and features are not a bit different than that of our Hollywood stars. Yours are exactly the same. The big difference between these successful and totally glamorous women and you is that they take the time to apply all of the basic principles of massage and facial exercise that you're going to learn to enjoy applying to yourself. You're going to learn to enjoy it. Star in your own right. Yes, right in the privacy of your own home. Yes, just the same as the young, glamorous-looking star on the front cover of this album. Who is she? She is the same person that posed for these exercise pictures. Her name is Bonnie Cooper. She's not a model or an actress. She is one of our wonderful holiday magic girls that practices and sells what she preaches. As you can see, she is truly beauty, glamour, and personality, a star in her own right, and the wonderful world of holiday magic. Now then, before I direct you through your facial exercise routines, I want to explain the correct basic fundamental hand manipulations for cleansing your face and giving yourself a facial massage. I find that there's a great many women who have the mistaken idea that because they use cleansing cream to cleanse their face, that's all they need to do. Well, cleansing your face is not massaging. However, by understanding the basic principles of massage, you're more apt to handle your daily cleansing and creaming in a way that will help keep your skin tissues and face muscles firm rather than break them down. At 20 as a rule, wrinkles are not present. However, they're in the formative stages and should be discouraged. At 30, the signs to watch for are the lines on your forehead and the frown lines between your eyebrows. And from 40 to 50, the muscles are feeling the full pull of gravity. (laughs) If you neglect yourself, you can be sure that a drooping condition is on the way. If your earlier neglect is now showing, remember it's never too late to start working to improve your appearance. And you're never too young or too old to apply the basic principles of properly cleansing your face or giving yourself a facial massage. Okay, let's stop there for a second. Now, I don't disagree, especially as a cosmetologist and a beauty professional. 
that there are ways that you can massage your face and cleanse your face that are more effective than others. But I can say that without the undertones of this like misogynistic message about being on the wrong side of 50, about at 20, you don't have to worry about it. But when 30 comes, all of a sudden you've got wrinkles on your forehead and 11s between your eyebrows, which obviously is pretty normal. They're talking about it in 1950, whatever, 1960, whatever. So it was a problem. Prob- it's not even a problem. It's a fact of life. Like your skin, mm. your muscles, this is what happens. Your muscles, when you're going like, mm, you're creating yeah. muscle memory there too. And now yeah, these muscles that was know the business that. Idea. That was the business idea. Taking something that everybody has that isn't a problem and convincing people that it is so that right. you can sell them the cure for it. And that's exactly where all of these grifts started. Absolutely. I mean, this is, again, you know, 1950s, 1960s. We already have this perfect, beautiful housewife in the high heels and the petticoat making sure the pot roast is ready when hubby gets home for dinner, having your hair and your lipstick done. Like, I heard that so she much. She can't in be bothered to take 30 minutes of her day to try and look younger. Right. What are you doing while the pot roast is in the oven? Why don't you do some facial exercises? Pop on the record. Make sure you're pretty when your husband gets home. One, it's just so binary, first of all, and just such not a reality for a modern household. Also, who has 30 minutes a day to just sit and do facial exercises with a record? Maybe back then there was a lot more time. Nowadays, when the sun sets and the day's over, I still have like 15 things I should have gotten done that I didn't have the time to get done. Where am I going to throw in an extra 30 minutes? I'm not going to not watch Fargo to exercise my face. Like that's not going to happen. That's my me time. Okay. This is ridiculous. Let's continue. (laughs) It's just. If you've neglected yourself, you can be sure that a drooping condition is on the way. If you're early. Drooping condition. Remember, it's never too late to start working to improve your appearance. And you're never too young or too old to apply the basic principles of properly cleansing your face or giving yourself a facial massage. But why do I have to improve it? I think it's pretty good. Their skin until it's almost too late. Without a regular facial massage routine at least once a week, by the time you're 25, you look 30. And at 30, you look 40. Then at 40, you look 60 or more. This, however, does not mean all is lost. 60 or more? Do I look 60 or more? No. You can start today to reclaim and revitalize some of your lost facial beauty. The stupid record's already making me question myself. Are you going to join Holiday Magic? Now then, if I've stimulated your interest enough to induce you into becoming a more attractive person. What? Then open your album and stand it up on a table in front of you. What you see before you is the very first scientifically compiled massage and facial exercise. Scientifically? Guide it's your Didn't the pyramid guy tell us already? Your first big step to your new holiday magic, beauty, glamour, and personality. With it, you'll be able to mold your features, chin and neck, help hold back some of the signs and lines of neglect or age. These routines will help make your skin look firmer, smoother and lovelier than you ever dreamed possible lovelier there are four things that i want you to keep in mind at all times regardless as to whether you are cleansing your face or giving yourself a massage 
Number one. Number one. Is to select the time each day when you can completely relax with no interruption. Number what? Number two is to comfortably seat yourself before a mirror. Number three is to apply a generous amount of strawberry frappe cleansing cream. That's you a holiday magic product. Right now, you'll find that this cream has not only a wonderful ability to cleanse your face and neck, but you'll also find that your fingers will glide more smoothly as we go through the routines. Number I'm four gonna use this. is to remember that in all facial hair manipulation, the movement should always be a gentle, circular, upward, outward motion with your fingertips. Never ever stretch or pull the skin out of place. Never ever slap or pat your face to the extent that you damage the tiny blood vessels underlying the skin. Instead, use your fingertips as though you were playing a piano. Now for your basic facial hand manipulation. The illustrations in the top row will help to guide you through them as I explain each one to you. Now, it's certainly not expected of you to do these exercises right the very first time that you try them. However, you'll oh, find good. that by doing them each and every day, no pressure. they'll not only become second nature to you, but you'll also master the rhythm of them, and because of the results you will see, you'll look forward to doing them. Here's the first one. I'm going to look forward to them? Okay, here we and go. First one. Strawberry cleansing cream. I've got, let's I'm start. using this though. For the chin and throat, use the flat of your fingers, alternating your hands in a gentle, pressing, lifting movement. Work them from the base of your throat up to the point of the chin and around the neck to one ear, then back around to the other ear and back to the center. You can do this movement two or three times. Keep All in right. mind that you will be alternating the use of your hands, first the right, then the left. Now with your right hand, start at the base of your throat, now up your chin and over to the left ear. Oh, now crossing. Now over to the right ear and back to the chin. Oh. What? Now with your left hand, start at the base of the throat, up to your chin, and over to the right ear. Now all the way over to your left ear and back to the chin. Once more. Right hand, okay. up the throat, to over the left. to the left ear. Now Across, over to the right to ear the right, and back, and to back the down. Next with your left hand, <laughs> up the throat, over to the right to ear, the right. back over to the left ear. And to the chin. Okay. That's it for the chin and throat movement. That's it? Now for the jaw and throat movement. This one will help Ooh, your jaw. Oh, Gina. Gina First, says this will feel good with a jade roller. Chin and jaw Absolutely. Place your elbows on your table and start a soft but firm, gentle kneading motion from your chin back to your ears. Keep your knuckles down under your jawbone. One, two, Three, is this right? Four. Once more. I feel like this is not right. Back up under the ear. <laughs> one, two, three. Four. Oh, like this. Back to the chin and once more. One, two, three, four. <laughs> now this is right. Relax your fingers and then we'll move on to the lower cheek move. For your lower cheek this. place the first three fingers of each hand on the lowest point of your cheek and move them gently upward and outward in a series of little lifting circles to the ear. Then gently massage the squint lines around your eyes. Return your fingers to your chin and repeat the movement two or three times. 
Let's try this one. Okay, let's try this together. Three fingers of each hand on your lower cheeks. Okay, here. Thumbs under your chin. This will steady your hands. All right. Oh, okay. Start moving your fingertips upward and outward in little lifting circles to the ear. One, two, three, four, five, six. Now gently massage the little squint lines at the sides of your eyes. Okay. Don't forget the little circular movement with your fingertips. One, two, three, four. Once more. Start the three-finger lifting movement up the cheeks to your ears. One, two, three, four, five, six. And over to your eyes. One, two, three, four. That's it for the lower cheeks. I mean, it feels nice. Manipulation, which embraces the next two photos. It's fine. I just don't need to be insulted through it. We start the manipulation with the vertical sequence using the fingertips of both hands. Alternate your hands to lift the forehead in a series of light upward strokes from your eyebrows to your hairline. Then with one hand, work across the entire forehead from temple to temple (laughs) to help smooth out the frown line. We'll do this one six times. Are you ready? Kinda. All right. Start lifting. Left hand up, right hand up. Move your hand over the entire surface of your forehead with these little lifting strokes. Up, up, five, six. Now the horizontal movement. With one hand, work across your entire forehead from temple to temple six times. One. Two, three, four, five, six. Is that right? This next facial manipulation is probably the most important of the entire group. Okay, this one's the most important. Around your eyes are far more delicate and sensitive than any other part of your face. Okay. Therefore, I want to caution you with three rules. I need a cigarette and a nap. Gina says. Do not press too hard. Number three, do not pull or (coughs) skin. We start this around the eye manipulation by gently pressing your middle fingers at the inner corners of your eye. Okay, middle fingers. Inner here. Now then, slide both fingers down underneath and around the eye, up to the temple, and back up to the starting point at the inside corner of your eyes. Exist. Do this one three or four times. Let's try it. Gently rest your middle fingers in the corners of your eyes. Okay. Hold it. Hold it. Now make the complete circle down under your eyes and up to the temple. Once more. Middle fingers in the corners of your eyes, down and around, and up to your temple. Once more. Once more. Fingers in the corners. Fingers in the corners. I think we figured this one out. Now down and around. That's it. This is the most important one. Now for your nose and upper cheekbone. Nose and upper cheeks. Fingers up and down the center of your nose. Then start at the sides of your nose using the small circular motion. Move gently across your cheeks and up to the temple. At this point, I want you to slide your fingers back across your cheeks in one stroke up to the inside corner under your eyes. Ready? (laughs) Slide your middle fingers up and down the center of your nose. One, two, three, four. Five. Now, place your fingers on the sides of your nose, and with the same little circular <laughs> movements, 
that you used before, move your fingertips gently outward and upward to your temple. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How now big is his face? Cheek in one stroke. <laughs> You know, I had to do it twice. <laughs> it also helps under-eye puppies. Now for the last one. And it likewise has a twofold benefit. Okay. It not only helps to correct laugh line crevices, but it's wonderful oh. for a drooping lip line. Oh. We start this one by using short, quick, upward, outward strokes at the outer corner of your mouth. Okay. As for your laugh line crevices, begin at the corners of your <laughs> mouth using the circular motion in the upward, outward direction. <laughs> Let's do this last one. <laughs> to pick up your lip line, use the short, quick strokes in an upward and outward direction. One, two, three, four, five. Now the circular motion. Begin at the corners of your mouth and it's circular, upward and outward. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. That's it. <laughs> Remember, it's always upward and upward. And there you have You're it. You're supposed to be they rubbing your skin, not just moving your mouth. hand manipulations that will help make your like skin doing look this. lovelier like to it. look at and lovelier to I was moving it, right? I'd like to take this next few minutes, if I may, before we turn the record over to do the facial exercises, to tell you the most fascinating and interesting cosmetic story that I've ever heard. Okay, let's Truthfully, go. it was one of my reasons for joining Holiday Magic. Oh, it's not only the announcer, he's also a member. Known folklore stories of beauty aids, myths, and beliefs that were passed down from generation to generation. For centuries, women have endeavored to enhance their appearance, to enhance their appearance, to enhance their appearance. Oh, no. To enhance their appearance. To enhance their appearance. What a place to scratch. But Helene Fly, the founder of the Holiday Magic Cosmetic Line, was a curious woman with a lively interest in this kind of folklore. As a hobby, he didn't, she began collecting he didn't the William Pim Patrick, though. beauty recipes from friends and relatives. Later, she went from door to door, asking women what they actually used for skin care. Her discoveries and treatment, her interest grew. She began evaluating the old world mysticism with the new world cosmetic knowledge. Some of the results were encouraging, of course, while others were disappointing and were discarded. But from her research grew the germ of an idea. Why not combine the best of the old with the newer ingredients using the principles based on modern cosmetic technology for a new line of cosmetics? She did. And this was the beginning of the Holiday Magic Cosmetic Line. A woman with a creative imagination, together with her group of wow. learned cosmetic chemists, developed the formulas used today. Ingredients were That's obtained disgusting. from all over the world. Some are exotic and costly. Others are as familiar as your own garden. Each ingredient is chosen for its purity and quality, then artfully blended and formulated with meticulous care. You'll find that the Holiday Magic cosmetics are excitingly different. They're not only luxurious to touch, but their soft colors and fresh fragrances make them more than a delight to you. That's holiday magic. Yes, the skincare products in particular are certainly most excitingly different. The strawberry oh. frappe cleanser is as light as whipped cream. It whisks away dirt, 
dust and stale makeup. And dust. The Fruit Tang Skin Toner is designed as a rinse to complete your cleansing routine, leaves your skin delightfully refreshed. Then there's the Papaya Dew Moisture Cream, which is rich with moisturizers. If you want <laughs> petal soft skin with youthful beauty. Petal the soft. Deep Miracle Cleanser loosens the film of natural secretions that form over your skin with its wonderful penetrating action. Mm. Prepares your face for the Miracle Mask, which draws out the deeply embedded dirt and dust. As the Miracle Mask dries, your skin appears to have a more exhilarating and rosier glow. The Mint Ice with Honey and Almonds is excellent for the entire family. Its gentle abrasive action is a thorough facial scrub that helps to brighten dull, drab complexions. Teenagers just love it. The Vitaglow Night Cream is a rich blend of emollients that helps your skin in its normal functions. The Lemon Delight Eye and Throat Oil is as exotic as the Arabian Nights. It helps oh. to protect the very delicate areas around your eyes and throat. The Avocado Hand Cream forms an invisible glove that protects busy hands. It's so smooth and creamy, yet never greasy. The last but not least in the skincare group is the banana body lotion that helps soften the dry, scaly patches of your elbows, heels, and knees. If you've never had the thrill or the pleasure of using these amazing products, by all means, ask your holiday magic girl about them. She will suggest a correct skincare routine that will be designed for your own particular needs. Her services will cost you nothing. The information is yours for the asking. Now turn your record over, and we'll start the facial exercises. Whoa. Whoa. Can what we unpack that you? founding myth yeah. and how much bullshit yeah. it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my favorite part, I think, of all of that. Also, just the, wow. the general sales pitch at the end. He's like, first you're going to need the strawberry frappe whipped cream foundation cream for creamy skin and then the moisturizing cream for the moisture like it's ridiculous and then then he goes off and cites which i'm assuming because she's not mentioned um in in the wikipedia article she's not mentioned at all just the company zoline cosmetics so he's using the brainchild of this woman who's founded zoline cosmetics and they're using her origin story and they're slapping holiday magic on top of it, which was not founded by this woman. Holiday magic was founded by William Penpatrick, the creepy dude that we already talked about. Wow. How do you feel about that? I feel, I feel like everything that I just heard on this side of this record is things that I have had shoved down my throat by commercials and ads and consumerism and TV and movies my whole life, but never yeah. this bluntly. Yeah. Like it's just like mask off. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, you're ugly. We can help this amazing company founded by an amazing woman. Not true. Mm -hmm is going mm -hmm. to solve all your problems girl power i'm looking at a, an article and it you know it is true that helen fly helene fly 
and Zoe Swanigan were actual scientists who did a lot of work and created a whole new kind of natural makeup. And all of that is wonderful. And it really, uh, really does irk me that they're just, that he's just using that origin story and not mentioning the fact that she is not involved with holiday magic, that this company was bought from her and the name changed. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Zolene continued to supply holiday magic with its concoctions until 1967 when the founders became aware of holiday magic's business practices. But the company's lack of innovative makeup did not deter it from making a fortune for Patrick. In pyramid schemes, profit is not made by selling products, but rather recruiting more salespeople. The products themselves have nothing to do with how the money is made, so it doesn't matter if they're any good. According to The Snapping Point, a website about... MLM business scams. Okay. And it goes into the four main characteristics of separate pyramids or of uh, that separate pyramid schemes from MLMs. Wow. This is a really good article. I'm going to share this. It's on the same website that you, that you shared something from a minute ago. Makeupmuseum.org. Oh, it has, it has information about how much it might cost to become one of these holiday magic girls. Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. another thing that really annoyed me through that whole record was that you know, representative or cosmetologist or, you know, even coach, all of these bullshit titles, like, you're just going to call them girls. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's really interesting to me. And and we will go down a little bit more um, on this topic and, and go a lot more deep into it in 2024, because I think holiday magic is its own rabbit hole, um, even more so than than what I've covered and what we've talked about. But yeah, it is really interesting how so much of the actual history is glazed over of what's Mm -hmm. actually happening in this record and the misogyny and just it's very toxic. It's very like women are here to be beautiful. And so what are you doing not listening to this record and finding 30 minutes a day to stay beautiful? Like each second of your life, you're just getting older and uglier. So you should really find the time to slow the process down. And if you use our products and you use our record and you use all of our things, then, you know, we promise, we guarantee it. And, you know, their health and medical claims and things like that. I mean, these are like early health and medical claims that they're saying. It's just, it's it's just a very interesting thing, I think. So yeah, you shared here the way in which Holiday Magic's hierarchy was arranged that the holiday, quote, girls could invest $18.91 and organizers would invest between $109 to $501 and then master distributors. So it really is like the more you spend, the higher up you get. iGenius works like this. The more you pay, the more like 
you can buy so your rank Scientology at the too. Yeah, yeah. This is how Scientology works too, right? The more courses you take, the more things that you buy, the higher up the bridge you go. So it says um, to be a master distributor, you just had to spend $4,500 plus a $250 training fee that was never mentioned until the investor signed the contract. Um, and general distributors, the highest rank you could be was $8,750 plus training fees. So $9,000. But this, again, oh, is in the oh, 1960s. What's the equivalent? Can I tell today? you? Can I tell you how much yeah. it might cost uh, a master distributor, not including the $250 training fee that they didn't mention, on the okay. lower end in today's money would cost $40,000. Wow. $40,595. I mean, that's not unheard of when you when you really talk to MLM victims and say, how much money did you lose? And people are like, well, sure. I was in it for 10 years and I spent $4,000. You know what I mean? Like. That's Absolutely. $4,000 a year I was for 10 years in, in an MLM is $40,000. I was only in Beachbody for 14 months and I lost $5,000. So that's about right. It's how very... much money did you lose in, uh, or how much money did you spend um, to, to do your business in LuLaRoe, I guess? According to LuLaRoe's records that were shown in the Washington lawsuit on my deposition, um, I spent something like $75,000 worth of inventory. And I, and I sold like 83,000 worth, but yeah, $75,000 yeah. worth of inventory in a year and a half. This uh, ad that I just pulled up on the screen, um, holiday magic needs you. This is like a magazine ad recruiting salespeople. This is 1967. <laughs> um, the claims made in this ad <laughs> Yeah, let me read it. It says this mess. It says holiday magic needs you. It's very like Uncle Sam. Like ne we need you. You're needed here. Oh, it's even got it's even got um this uh the Uncle Sam thing here. Oh my the girl. God. Yeah, she's in her little holiday. She looks like a flight attendant. She does. She's very cute. It's very and sky hostess from the sixties. Yep. And she's put, she's got her little makeup case, her traveling case for carrying her cosmetics, I assume. And yep. she's pointing at the, at the camera, just like uncle Sam. And it says holiday mm -hmm. magic needs you. Oh, of course yeah. they have to have their feet at the bottom. They're a little pretty. This shoes. is 1967. Okay. And the yeah. ad says this message could make a wonderful difference in your life already with the loaded language. Not only does holiday magic need you. But this message right here, maybe one you've been praying for, maybe one you've been hoping for, could make a wonderful difference in your life. Holiday Magic has opened a new world of profit and fulfillment to many women just like you. Today, over 25,000 of them are 25,000 distributors in 1967. 25,000 people had already joined. That's in three um, years, right? Yeah. <laughs> Holiday girls building exciting careers, adding to their personal and family incomes. You see personal and family. Not only can you give money to your husband to help with the costs of running a household in 1967, but now you have your own personal money to spend too. Many Holiday girls were once bored housewives. Okay. More <laughs> loaded language. Some thought they had no ability to sell. Just about all of them had responsibilities and not enough money. 
again with the oh. MLM bullshit in 1967. So the target for these has never changed. Got it. Never. Housewives who want to help with the house, who want to financially. With a lot of responsibilities and not enough money. Yeah. Who want to financially contribute to the household, who have all kinds of things to do, but they need a little bit more money on the side. I mean, you could change. This could be any MLM. And again, this is 1967. So this is 12 years before the FTC made MLMs legal through this pyramid loophole. Okay, so we're 12 years before the legality. How did becoming holiday girls help them? Let's find out. They went to work for themselves in the glamorous field of cosmetics. They put their drive, abilities, and confidence into action, doing things they, in italics, liked to do. Holiday Magic helped by training them in the famous Earn Westmore, like we talked about, technique of makeup. We also provided them with a lavish line of moderately priced cosmetics and toiletries to sell. I'm going to say we provided them. Yeah, I'm pretty we sure provi- that we provide for the low, low price of $40,000. Right. For the low, low price of more than you're going to make. Um, but above all, right. That's the other thing, right? They're like, they don't have enough money. So if you'd like to spend $4,500, you can join. Oh, wow. I'm interested what moderately priced in 1967 looks like. But above all, it was their belief in themselves that turned their dreams into Mm. reality. This could literally be any MLM today. Their independent efforts brought Holiday Magic from $16,000 in retail sales in December of 1964 to over $5 in July of 1967. Nowhere okay. in that paragraph does it mention how much money they made of that, <laughs> the girls. Right. It just talks about how much money in sales. Is that actual sales or is that the sales to the, the Holiday Magic girls? Are they holding all of this inventory and that's what MLM is claiming are the sales like all MLMs do in 1967? Or were those actual sales to actual end consumers? Considering that Holiday Magic crashed and burned in one of the biggest pyramid schemes in history, I'm going to go ahead and say that they weren't real sales. I also um, just want to point out that their retail sales in the first month that they're reporting happened to be the exact same amount that they bought the company for. Isn't that right? <laughs> yes. Very similar. <laughs> 16000 And What was the original cost? 16, I think it was around 16000 so they made their money back in the first year. So the, everything from that point on is profit for Holiday Magic, right? You don't need a college education. That's like, MLM say that now. Or business experience. Of course not. You don't need business experience to run a business. That's silly. We'll just tell you what to do. Also, this isn't a business, just so you know. You do need a dream, though. You do need to dream. You you need to put aside reality and just let your imagination run wild with your dreaming. We do need that. We need you to do that because that's an MLM thing too, right? You do need a Uh, dream. So you do need a dream and the confidence to make it come true. And that's all a dream needs to come true. Right. 
And honestly, if you couldn't make the dream happen, then that's just because you don't have enough confidence and you should have worked harder having better confidence. If you have the dream, then this message is for you. More loaded language. Holiday magic needs you. Mail the coupon to open the door to opportunity. Find out how holiday magic can help put you in business for yourself. And then there's a little coupon and it just has holiday magic's PO box in San Rafael, California. And it says, tell me how holiday magic can help put me in the cosmetics business for myself. I understand that there is no obligation. And then your name, and it says Miss or Mrs. There's no Mr. here. So this is 100% directed at women and only well, how women. Could a, how could a Mr. be a holiday girl? A holiday dude, a holiday <laughs> bro, a holiday man. I don't know. Uh, a holiday boy. Is that better? <laughs> All of our beautiful holiday magic girls and holiday magic boys. Uh, But it's, it's, again, it's goes back to the binary and it's very much, this is for women. This is a women's job. This is for the ladies. Then it gives uh, name, address, city, state, the whole shebang. And you cut out the little coupon and you mail it in. And apparently there's no obligation. I don't know what they're going to send you. Probably a packet so that you can send in a check or you can pick out the stuff that you want to have. But this is early, early, early before they were legal pyramid scheme propaganda. So the wording on that coupon that I understand that there is no obligation that's put in there so that the person filling out the form is saying, I understand that there is no obligation on the company's part to actually send me, um, what they said they provided their holiday girls with, which is cosmetics, like a lavish line of moderately priced cosmetics and toiletries to sell. This is their covering their ass because they offered cosmetics in the ad. They have to add it in there so that the person sending it in can't say later, well, you said blah, blah, blah. It's just all garbage. It's all just MLM protective language. Everything goes back to MLMs making sure they're covering their ass, even as far back as 1967. And I just, I think for me, the most interesting thing is how copy and paste this is. (laughs) Like, you know, like 60 years later, it's the Mm. same. It's the exact same thing. And it's just, it's really, really interesting that really nothing has changed. It's the same exact plug and play We need you. Do you have a dream? Are you hungry? Are you motivated? Do you have the confidence to start your own business in this industry? This is how I get in to the cosmetics industry. This is how I become a beauty influencer in my neighborhood in 1967. It's the exact same messaging, the exact same branding, the exact same bullshit, the same misogynistic women forward preying on desperate women who want more in their life because they're stuck at home. They don't have the rights that they do now. They can't have a credit card. They can't do any of these things. A lot of women couldn't even get divorces back then. And so this is like your shining light. We can help you get your own money. We can help you get your freedom, your financial freedom on your, for yourself. You want to go get your hair done? You want to go out, have lunch with your friends? 
you now have your own money and holiday magic can provide that to you. And again, like I said, it was just down in flames as a giant pyramid scheme, the same way that like Vima went down in flames as a pyramid scheme and Herbalife was accused of being a pyramid scheme and LuLaRoe was accused of being a pyramid scheme and all of these other companies that are modern that are happening today. This is the exact same thing. And it is so interesting to see that nothing has changed except the doublespeak language and the manipulation is a lot stronger now. This right mm. here, though, in a, like for boomers and greatest generation people, because that's the generation that's being targeted here, are the greatest generation in the boomers. This is so exactly the same as what Gen X millennials and Gen Z are getting right now with the other MLMs that are legal and legal. I hate to say that word, yeah, but the, the MLMs that are around right now. It's one thing to say, we know that holiday magic was later taken down because it was exposed to be a huge pyramid scheme. But the fact that like the, the proof of that is literally in this little clip, this little ad, because I just pulled out a calculator and did the math on what they say here. And if they have 25,000 holiday girls uh -huh. and over those three years, they've brought up sales, uh, they've made five million dollars in retail sales mm -hmm. that comes out to about fifty dollars per holiday girl which is basically the sign up cost there's that <laughs> that's the reverse engineering that i love when they put these numbers because these numbers look impressive right we have twenty five thousand people who are interested and they have sold five million dollars this year and then you reverse engineer it per girl which means yeah. they didn't make any commission <laughs> there's yeah and it costs them $50 to join or whatever and they've made $50 so all of these people are making nothing they're breaking even if they're lucky because you know that not everybody's making 50 right there are going to be some real big holiday magic girls that are going to be the big recruiters they're going to bring a lot of people in those are the ones the mega huns that are going to mm -hmm. be bringing in all of these people they're the ones that are going to be making the all the money master the majority distributor. of people are most likely making negative $50 or more because they're not bringing in anything because they're the last ones in on their team or they, you know, didn't have the confidence or they're not the salesperson or they didn't try hard enough and they're failing. So the fact that the math here shows that on average, each holiday magic distributor in 1967 was only making $50 each minus the cost of joining $0 is eye-opening, not surprising, goes right in again when that, like people will say like, you know, like with the exponentialness of a pyramid, well, they're like, well, you know, there's a 1% chance like you know, that I'm going to succeed. That 1% gets smaller, the more people join. And it's the same yeah. sort of thing here where it's like people are joining and these numbers look really impressive, but there's still a lot of people making nothing because they're seeing their, you know, Carol is making so much money and we went to Carol's house and she's got the briefcase and da, 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 and she's making all this money, but you're not making anything. And it is the exact same thing that we see today. Uh, you know, FTC. Hello. Can we look at this? Can we say hi? Like, come on. Right. It's yeah. this, it's, it's just a, a bigger, like it's, it's like, I don't really like know how to 
say what I'm like, I don't have the language to say what I'm trying to say, but like, it's, it's just that pyramid. It's just getting bigger. And the bigger Mm -hmm. the pyramid gets, the more victims that we have, the more people that are zeroing out that are negative, that are spending more to get back in. And that money's trickling to the top of the pyramid. And um, it's very interesting. So we are going to be doing a lot more with holiday magic. It is one of the earliest pyramid schemes. Um, I kind of, people were asking me what, what season four is going to look like and what we're really going to focus on. Cause this year we kind of focused on more of the connections with religion and how religious institutions and cults are very similar to MLM and how they mm-hmm. intersect and abuse. how people are like, yeah, the spiritual abuse and, and the prosperity gospel. And people are like, whoa, like that happened to me in my church. Like you hear a hor- horrific MLM story and they're like, that happened to me in my church. There was too many connections for me that I was like, we got to look into And this. vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the it's same wild. way. It's like so the, many people will hear, you know, the stories that you've had people come on and share from their church experiences and be like, right wow, MLMs really are culty because I had that experience too and I wasn't even in a church. (laughs) Right. And so season four uh, is kind of going to be a little bit similar to the dream, season one of the dream, but with a lot more deep diving into all the different fingers. So instead of just talking about holiday magic and how it started, we're actually going to go deeper in like we did today and find those things. Talk to lawyers that might've been on certain cases of other MLM cases as they came up throughout the years talk about different findings, talk to a lot of more academics and really sort of understand the foundation of MLM and where it came from and where it's going. Basically just like a deep dive of the dream with uh, more deep diving and more tea because we're going to have a lot more survivors telling their stories as well about all of these. Uh, We're definitely going to go through Amway. We're going to hit up Herbalife. We're going to do some more LuLaRoe content. And if there's any MLMs that you're like, oh my gosh, I really want you to do this. I really want you to look into it. When I'm looking into doing stories, what I look for is, is there a lot of information online that we can sort of deep dive and find reverse engineering numbers, finding things like that? And are there victims who are willing to speak? Because again, on this platform, I have this great platform that I can provide. I don't know these stories and I just don't want to read Wikipedia articles because that's all I can find. I want to be able to have the victims come on and share their actual stories and And it's interesting, this happens a lot with Amway, which is what sort of made me think about wanting to do this with other MLMs, is because someone will tell a story and then someone will hear it. And it'll be like, that's weird. Why is like that? Like, that's a strange thing. And then someone is listening and they go, I know why. I know why that's weird and strange. I'm the missing puzzle piece. And they reach out to me and they tell that story. And then they say something that we're like, that's weird. And someone else hears it and says, I can fill in that gap as well. Uh, and so I'm really excited about that. We're also going to dig into Costcott Interplanetary, which is another one. Oh, We've got Sean I Munger really, coming back. He's I would just like doing, to say, yeah. I really wish that Bruce Craig was still with us. Oh. He would have been an incredible person to have on yeah. the show to talk about that. For anyone who doesn't know who Bruce Craig uh, was, um, he is uh, one of the one of the OG anti MLM old guys. <laughs> he yeah. was he was um uh he was one of the people who brought down Coscott Interpl- Interplanetary and I think he yeah. worked on the Amway case too. Um and yeah. uh if you if anyone wants to hear more about Bruce Craig definitely like look into all these guys but um there's a if you go to um 
I think it's mlmchange.org slash Bruce dash Craig, which is just mm-hmm. C-R-A-I-G. We can put it in the show notes if you want. Yeah, sure. But there's like a, a memoriam, um, you know, page that I made when he passed away about a year and a half ago. And it's got some information about the amazing things that he did for consumers that nobody knows about. So yeah, just a and shout was- out. Yeah, absolutely. Bruce Craig uh, was one of the OGs and is instrumental in where the anti-MLM community, or not the community, but the the movement is right now. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to have Doug Brooks come back. We're going to have Robert Fitzpatrick come back. Let's get Bill Keep. He's got some information. Bonnie Patton. I would love to talk to Bonnie Patton from Tina or anybody. You know, we Mm -hmm. Michelle and I are part of kind of this thing where we talk to these people monthly and we have zoom meetings and I've already talked to all of them and they all seem very excited about this wanting to talk and share these stories. It's a lot of the faces that you're going to see at the MLM conference. Um, but we'll make it a little more fun. It'll still be academic, but there'll be some jokes. It'll be very life after MLM meets academics, uh, to make it a little more fun and to dive into things. So again, if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, you know what I really want to know about? I really want to know about this case. Let me know. I can ask them. They can point me in the right direction. We can get the right people and we can have those conversations on the show in 2024. I never thought that the show would would grow the way it has and become what it has. And uh, every day I've got people saying, I just found your show. It's helping me so much. I'm, I'm leaving my MLM. I'm in the process of doing this. And the more that we can do to show that this is a systemic issue, that this has been happening since at least 1967 that we just proved, and even before that, how everything builds, how they rebrand and rename and relaunch everything, how it's the same thing, how we go back and we trace these origins, and we're finding that they're owned by conglomerates, we're finding that they're owned by other MLMs, or that they were other MLMs that were shut down, or this CEO is now this CEO, and he's from here and they're from there, and really... You know, I don't like to focus on the victims. I like to focus on the perpetrators that are 100% perpetrators. Those are going to be the CEOs. Those are going to be the people that are the founders of these companies, the people making the laws, the Marsha Blackburns, the Orrin Hatches, like these people who are like on the back end. The DeVos family. The DeVos family. Absolutely. There is so much that is tied up that people don't know. And I'll say things casually and like a TikTok and people are like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Like that DeVos family? I'm like, yes. So again, I want people to understand all of the implications of this, where it all comes from, why it's there, who's being paid, who's owned by MLMs, why people are voting certain ways, why things are happening. We're I'm going to have Robert come and talk about Um, like the World Trade Organization and getting China and how Amway was involved in that and all of these different things. The early days of MLM is really going to show us and inform us of what is happening today. We have to look at the history because we don't want to repeat it. And I think it is, I think Jane did an incredible job with season one of The Dream in introducing these things and opening people's eyes. And I just want to take what she has created- and go even deeper into some of the whys that weren't answered and to talk to some of those people and have Jane back on and and do those sort of, it's just a very exciting time. I'm very, very motivated and excited for this. And yeah, I just, I want to create more content and, and really provide just a really cool basis so that if anybody 
I, I want people to be like, you got to listen to Life After MLM season four. Just start at the beginning, go the whole, you'll figure it out. It's this whole arc and you'll figure it out. And it's there. I want people to be able to say, listen to episode 243. That's the one that you need to talk because that's the one that covers this thing. You know, those are the things that we're working on. Um, this again, like I said, Life After MLM was founded by me, but it's not just me anymore. Not only do I have my incredible helpers like Michelle and RK and Kayla, who literally are my lifesavers, but just even the Patreon members who reach out to me, who send me messages, who say, you got to read this book, or have you seen this documentary? All of you that ever reach out to me and ask me these questions or recommend things for me to look into, it is so, so valuable. You are part of this show. I am so unbelievably thankful. This has been an incredible year. I cannot wait for next year. I am working on the episode that's going to come out Sunday on uh, New Year's day, Eve, whatever it is, Eve is going to be a best of. And I also have some secret like bloopers just for the Patreon people <laughs> that I've saved over a couple different episodes where funny things happen, little bloopers. So there'll be bloopers in there and there's going to be just sort of best of funny clips. I, I've never done a clip show. So that's what I'm going to be working on. Uh, if you have suggestions of your favorite episode or favorite jokes or things that happened this year, go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram. I also have. Um, Right now on both my Instagram and my Life After MLM stories, I know they're only up for 24 hours, but you could just send me a message anyway if you miss it. There's a question. It says, what's your favorite episode? And I'm just sort of compiling things, my favorite episodes and favorite jokes and things. And, and that's what I'm working on this week. So do you have anybody a favorite episode? Add, you know, I, I, I love all of the episodes in different ways. And honestly, I don't even remember half of the episodes from this year. People will be like, oh, someone was like, oh, I love the Isaac Ramos episode. I was like, was that this year? And I want to say it was like in January or February or something. And I'm like, are we really? Was that this year? So for me, like, I'm the same way as like Jen is where it's like you research, you research, you research, you edit, you edit, you edit. And once it's up, it's like, bye. It's gone. And it leaves yeah. my brain. And it no, makes I'm, room I'm for other way. things. So Jane Marie was a, was a fun episode for me. Um, okay. Can there, I tell you mine? There's so many fun episodes. Yeah. Okay. The one that I always recommend to people, like, um, just like, here's a good one to start with is, I mean, it, this is probably just a personal bias, but it's the one with Mike Grinder. <laughs> but that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Oh, you're so asking specifically this year. Okay. For this year. Yeah. Best of 2023. Mm. I'm, there were so many good episodes. Like, I don't even know. So if anybody has recommendations or they're like, oh my God, you have to, that, this one clip or this one funny joke or whatever, let me know and I'll find okay. them and I'll pop them in there. I'm I really like the, the town of Bodie. <laughs> oh, that was a fun episode. I thought just talking about Bodie. It has nothing to do with MLM, but you know me, I love ghost stories and I love creepy history. So that was re like researching and recording the Bodie episode was really fun for me. And one of my clients, I told her about it and she was like, oh my God, I love Bodie. I haven't been in like 25 years. And she and her husband are actually planning a trip to go to Bodie because oh of the episode. They're, they're awesome. going to go, like they're going to rent like off-road vehicles and go up to Bodie. And I told her, I said, you better get me a souvenir from there. Not one you stole, one you bought. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I was like, give me a magnet or a keychain or something. Like I need something. Nothing from cursed. Nothing cursed, please. Uh, I want to thank you, Michelle, for all that you do for the show, for being one of my absolute best friends and my, one of my lifesavers and one of my like 
sanity gatherers for me. All the work that you've done this year to help us get really incredible episodes, all the work on the Discord and the Patreon that you've been helping me with. I really, really appreciate you. You are fantastic. I couldn't do half of the stuff that I do on the show without Michelle. And I just wanted to say thank you for all of the hard work you put into this. I know that it's like a labor of love. The show is just, it's its own thing now. And it's sort of like, it calls the shots and I'm just the host, I feel like now. Yeah, it's kind of like a toddler now, or it's like a preschooler now. It's like, yeah. like we'll give it all the support we need. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and you the know, support the cool it thing needs. is because I am so receptive to listening to constructive criticism and feedback, like people will say, oh, you know what you should do? You know, it'd be really cool. You know what? My, my other favorite podcast does this and it would be so great for your show. And that kind of feedback for me, like it really gets the wheels turning and makes me go, oh, you know, it'd be really fun. Cause I want to do like, I would love to have a live stream movie every, every week, whether I'm available or not, like having people in there to watch scam movies or to watch even episodes that are like, you know, a Bob's burger episode with the essential oils or whatever, just things like that and create that really fun space, I think is, is a really cool thing. And so this, this year coming up really is going to be dictated by you guys, the listeners, what we're talking about, the education you want to hear about, the cases you want to hear about, the extracurricular, hey, wouldn't it be fun to watch this together? Hey, wouldn't it be fun to do this together? Again, I have Amazon screeners, so I get a lot of these things early, so we can even do pre-screener type things on, on Discord. Just a lot of fun stuff coming up, and I want to utilize all of these things and make this community even bigger and better. We're going to start putting things on YouTube, like I said, and um, going live on TikTok, maybe Instagram, figuring things out. All of the programs we use are getting a lot more dynamic and talking to other um, social media things. So I think I can even stream onto Instagram from StreamYard, which was what we use. So we're going to be utilizing all that and testing things out again we need your help. Be a beta tester. Help us make sure these things are working so we can streamline them and um, make the experience of listening to life after MLM as enjoyable as possible. This community means so much to me and I want to give back and give you guys exactly what you want the best possible way. So I just wanted to say that before we end up in the next year. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy holidays to everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me and helping the show grow and become what it is I would be nothing for real without you guys and I really really appreciate every single thing that everybody does to help make this show better don't threaten me with a good time (laughs) email me Gina Michelle at lifeaftermlmpod.com anyone who's a patron and wants to be a beta tester for the discord I um I'm not quite ready for us to launch it publicly but i am definitely ready to get some feedback from people who will actually poke around in it and um and let me know what's working and and what would work better so that we can have a you know a thriving vibrant community of activists you know absolutely that's what it's all about it's also you know there's going to be a a public free section um you know there Uh will be a text channel for just listeners anyone who wants to just get notified of new episodes when they come out for the public if if you're even if you're not a patron um there will be special bonus features and and 
you know, private chat areas for Patreon, Patreon members. But um, once we launch publicly, it will be open to all as far as uh, consumer protection, uh, you know, um, activism stuff, which we have, you know, space to talk about in there. And uh, also just chatting with the bots because that's fun. <laughs> also, I forgot what I want to add this year. And I've talked about many years before, but I want to do it this year is doing a small business spotlight on episodes. So if you're a small business owner, specifically if you're an ex-hun or you're an ex-cult member or you're an ex-evan, ex-mo, whatever, and you are getting out of high demand control and you have started your own business and you would like a shout out on the show, reach out to me. We can just do some like you know, send me some product exchange kind of thing. Like I'm not really in it to make money. I really want to promote businesses, but also like if you have a service that I can enjoy, then I can share how much I enjoy it. Do small business spotlights for different episodes uh, for things. So if you have a small business and this is, this goes for anybody, um, hit me up and, and let's talk about that and doing some, some, uh, it's not sponsored, but you know, it'd be like a sponsored thing. It's, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's a, you know what I mean? Um, I just yeah. really want to be able to highlight people that have gotten out of MLM and are really doing cool things on the back end and are taking their life back and providing services that I think the listeners would enjoy. Right. I would much rather yeah. support a small hun who's selling t-shirts than some random person who's telling, selling a small ex hun who's selling t-shirts than a regular person. Um, just because it's the community. And, and I think that's really special too. So that's the last thing I wanted to say is if you have a small business and you're interested, um, that's, that's something that I want to provide and we'll start with the Patreon people first and we'll go from there. Um, again, thank you. Happy holidays. Happy new year. You guys are incredible. Seriously, you have changed my life in a way that I could never have imagined. And um, I'm just so unbelievably appreciative and thankful for every single one of you. So we're going to sign off in our very special way that we always do. And we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast or visit our website at lifeaftermlmpod.com. Life After MLM is produced by Roberta Blevins. Audio editing is done by the lovely Kayla Craven. Video editing by the indescribable RK Gold. And Michelle Carpenter is our triple emerald princess of robots. If you have a story about a cult, fraud, scam, or MLM and want to be on the show, please hit us up. We would love to help you tell your story and start your healing journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.